Hmm? Ah! Huh. Sorry, sis. Playtime's over. Fine! Then I'm gonna make like a tree and fuck you! Ah! <laughs> All right, get the gum out of your ears and listen up, you inbred degenerate screwheads. Hey, everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Richard. This is the Evil Dead Cast, episode 21. Ventono. Legal to drink. Yeah. So? <sighs> but I just wanted to say before we get started that uh, Chris is not with us because he's given me permission to say that his wife had some kind of a medical issue. It's mysterious. I don't know. But, uh,. He said it seems like she'll be okay, and he said to apologize to everyone, which is a very Canadian thing to do, yes. to apologize to your podcast listeners yes. when your wife is sick. Yes. <laughs> but he said, uh, he uh, he sounded pretty upbeat about it, so I think it's not that big of a deal, but he was being very mysterious. Huh. So anyway, I hope Christina's all right, and uh, he said he should be back next week so he can give us a full explanation. Yeah, keep us surprised. I hope everything goes well. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, let's get into the episode. Attention shoppers, Deadcast Top 3 in 5, 4, 3, 2. So it's our Deadcast Top 3. It's our Top 3 highlights for Season 2, Episode 6, Trapped Inside. Trapped inside. Go Ellen Sandwise. <laughs> that was cool. To she see came her back. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It totally like and then and then some of the elements in the episode kind of went back a little bit too to the original movies. Like the you know, with the evil. It was good to see the evil traveling yeah. outside along the ground like it like it did before. That was Yeah, that was it seems good. like we haven't seen that so yeah, much in a while. while no. Yeah. And the, Through the, the woods. scene in the was it the kitchen or the dining room where the where the wall started bleeding? Yeah, uh, that reminded me of the cabin. <laughs> I know, huh? Yeah, um, I guess they did that on purpose. They're bringing back one of the characters from the original movie, so they brought back a lot of the same kind of elements. It seemed like that's it, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I was I was uh, engrossed. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, this is a flashback. Cool. And I, I always want this show to have. I mean, I'm just I keep saying this over and over again, but I love how they're having different kinds of episodes action goofy one and this one was funny but it was it had more of those scary elements yeah more, tense moments more and, on the horror side of it. yeah so so i like that and I they that never ever lose sight of the original story i know which huh? is totally cool yeah you mean like bringing back elements of from the yeah from canon and yeah, stuff yeah 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 i that that always feels good i it, it always i think over time over the decades People have gotten more, um, they've realized that fans like that in yeah. all genres. Yeah. Like it used to be in sitcoms, something would happen and the next week it would just be ignored. Yeah. But it, when, I don't know if there was anything before this, but I know when Seinfeld came along, shit would just keep coming back all the time. <laughs> like if Jerry got a Superman doll and put it on his fridge, it would be sitting there for the rest of the series or yeah. stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Just the continuity of it. They do that a lot with the Big Bang Theory, which is a, they a do. show that I like to watch too. I know exactly what you mean. Back in uh, you know uh, the next generation Star Trek, in fact, they said it outright: we want each episode to stand on its own, uh-huh. as if it was the first one ever. You know, in case but somebody. Just I mean, that's watching. a huge universe. Bring, yeah. st- bring stuff back from the original. Bring stuff. You know, I mean, 
And they've started to. Yeah. And they, a little too late. And, and uh, I haven't seen that in so long. But one thing I really loved about Next Generation, a lot of things I loved about it. But the first, we're getting way off track here. But the first episode was Q, remember? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think the very last episode was kind of a callback to that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think it was a, a too little too late, though, by the time <laughs> Enterprise rolled around. Well, I'm looking forward to the new Star Trek TV show coming out. I think it's next March. Yeah. They pushed it back. It should be pretty cool. Yeah, except you have to subscribe to watch it. Well, if it's any good, then it'll be worthwhile. Yeah. All right, let's get into our top three. What's your number three? Number three was uh, I felt bad for poor Pablo, man. That guy was in some serious pain. Yeah. <laughs> when he was writhing around on the ground in the bedroom, I, I started to feel for him. I Me was too. Like, oh, no, poor Pablo. But that whole uh, element, that whole element in the story arc there with Pablo merging with the book, you know, I, now that we see what's going on, he, he's, he's part of the book. The book's part of him. He actually, he actually reached into wherever he had to reach into and pulled out a spell that's supposedly yeah. going to help stop Bale. I thought that was pretty cool, revealing all that. And she said, that's my powerful vagina or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for him too. And uh, I think, I, I wonder, you know, his character has been this wide-eyed kind of fawning character over Ash yeah. and always w- ready with a pep talk and, you know, just kind of bright-eyed and he has a lot of spirit. I wonder, he's being tortured so badly I this know. season in ways that aren't funny <laughs> and uh, yeah and it makes me wonder if his character will change because of that me will get too. darker or or more cynical or something you know i know as a result of it not. yeah me i kind of hope not although a good series will have its characters grow or change over time so there's a part of me that is interested to see how this will affect him but there's another part that doesn't want to lose what, yeah. what we've come to like about the character yeah i mean <laughs> As it is now, you know, like you said, he's fawning. Every time Ash gives him just a little attention, he smiles. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, loves like, it. Yeah. Hey, likes me. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, yeah, so I had some stuff about him, too. Let's see. I it, it, We almost thought he was dead for a second there. Yeah. And he, as much as we've been psyched out, mm-hmm. I, I still, for a second, I was like, uh-oh. You get a little bit worried. Yeah, because he's laying on the ground. No. And then he starts writhing around. And I love that whole exorcist thing, him writhing around right. and shooting back and forth. And then vomiting into the camera. <laughs> 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 I thought yeah. that was a great was a good opening. opening. Um, but yeah, so he's becoming one with a book, which I don't totally understand. And maybe I shouldn't really think about it too hard, but we're doing a podcast about it. So why not talk about it? Like he threw the book into the portal to hell or wherever. So did that somehow facilitate him becoming the book? See, I don't quite get that part. It's a little unclear on how that merger is working. I mean, you can obviously see it's merging with him on a conscious level and a physical level. I mean, he started getting tattoos. Yeah. He's turning into it. And whatever, like, yeah. whatever else is inside of him. And then there was something to do with the pendant, but I didn't quite understand that either. Well, the pendant uh, seemed to be stalling this whole convergence. Yeah. Because when, when it came off of him, it started to speed up. And then at some point, Ruby said, put it back on him and that will stop it. Mm-hmm. So I think she said that. Yeah, so it protects him. I wrote Brujo's. What's thing. the deal with the pendant? Was it preventing or slowing it down? Why did he take it off? And why did the recital stop? Yeah, I think I think he took it off because he wanted it to 
progress. Right. And then, you know, it was protecting him. But uh, I'm not totally clear. Also, I thought, you know, when the book was talking to him and saying, throw me in this portal and everything would be great. I thought, I wondered if that was ball, but now we find out that the book is the only thing that can defeat ball. Yeah. That's become more clear, huh? Yeah. So I I don't know himself outside said they've got the book. Yeah. And I think Ruby even said, this is the only thing that can send it back. Right. So it makes me wonder if whatever's happening to Pablo, maybe that wasn't um, instigated by ball because it seems to be the thing that can stop ball. So right. th- then does that mean that the book is actually sentient? You see, it's a, I'm yeah, confused. So I was, like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> I was wondering that last episode is like, is does the book, is the book against ball? Yeah. And, but the book is from hell. Which I thought was where Ball was from. I don't right. know. You guys listening, if you have a better handle on all of this, I mean, I think it's pretty likely that we're not supposed to know exactly what's going on and yeah. that it will all become clear. I hope it'll become clear because if not, then I feel like uh, we're lost <laughs> a little bit. Which, it, I mean, the, the, the whole driving force of this show is not understanding the plot. It's enjoying Ash and enjoying the action. But I, I kind of want to understand. Yeah, well, it's fun to talk about. Yeah. And then, and then, um, well, there's the whole thing about hell too. I don't think they're going to get religious on us at any point, but I, you know, I, I mean, you can only assume that characters from hell are really against each other. I suppose. Yeah, that's true. You know, because they're, they're all evil. assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was very satanic. All, dicks, all the markings man. and the circle of salt and the speaking in tongues or yeah. ancient languages. Yeah, and the. I loved when Pablo's mouth was full of fire at the beginning. Yeah. And all the pain. Creepy. Yeah. So it's, I know some people, if you're religious, you're probably nobody hearing my voice is like, you know, one of those people that if anything seems a little satanic, they just go away from it. Yeah. Cause well, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be watching it. Yeah. This right. Exactly. You can't, I can't see hardcore. Yeah. Just people watching this show. One time, uh, this really beautiful woman was my dental hygienist when I was in my twenties and I started flirting with her and we ended up going out on a date and we went to this movie. uh, I forget what it was called, but it turned out you could tell right from the beginning that it had some satanic vibe to it. And she was like, let's, uh, let's go. I don't want to watch this. And I thought it was because it was too scary. And I'm like, it's okay. We'll, we'll be fine. And she, she just left. Uh, (laughs) She just left you. That was the the end. Yeah. That was the end of that date. That's when I realized, oh, you got to respect people's beliefs. Oops. Dummy. Uh, Always a string attached. (laughs) Yeah. So I felt really bad about that. Like I said, in my twenties. All right. What's your number two? Number two. Um, uh, what is my number two? I, th- I think I'm going to go with Ellen Sandwis. Mm-hmm. How do you say her last name? I would say Sandwise, but Sandwise. Ellen Sandwise, reprising a role from the original Evil Dead. That was yeah. great. That was awesome. <laughs> it was so good to see her, and then she did a good job too. Yeah, especially as a Deadite. Because I looked at her uh, her roles, and she hasn't really had a whole lot of roles. No, uh, probably yeah. just a friend of Sam Raimi's or something. You know? Who yeah. Knows? Well, they were all in there, but she was good. Yeah, I especially like liked when she. I, I think it was pretty quickly after she revealed herself as a dead eye. And then she just like went back into the room with uh, Chet and, and she was like, <laughs> or something yeah. like that. You know? and she, her tongue was going <laughs> like that. Yeah. She gave some good looks too. Mm-hmm. Like when Ash started breaking through the door to come into the room, she kind of gave him that look like, come on, really <laughs> now. 
Yeah, she was really good. Okay, my number, let's say two, is we kind of talked about it, but how it was scarier, one of the more scarier. All the stuff yeah. with Cheryl, I liked the blood, the quiet moments before something would burst out or the fake outs like the fake train, you know, yeah, or uh, the creepy lighting or the whole Ash, Ashley. Yeah. I, 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 I'm confused or whatever, uh-huh. you know, Let's <laughs> that's play a game. classic evil dead, <laughs> the fire in Pablo's mouth and puking into the title, the whole, all the Satanism. Uh, it's just a, a really cool vibe to it. So I enjoyed all that. There's a lot of moments too, a lot of pauses, you know, where there wasn't much going on as far as like uh, distractions. It was just the, yeah. the creepiness, letting the, the, letting creepiness. the tension build. Yeah. 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 That was a good show. Um, I don't know. Do you think she'll be back? Is that going to be it? I think that she is done. Yeah, Yeah. I think she's done. It was cool, actually, that she made like a guest appearance, kind of. I guess you could call it. And then, boom, she's gone. Because it would be be kind of dumb if you brought her back to life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be really stupid. I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. In fact, it was borderline just the fact that somehow a demon could... Well, I guess they can do anything, but that her body in Evil Dead, I think, was completely disintegrated. Right. Yeah. So that they could take on her form and have all of her thoughts and, and memories and everything and pretend to be her. It's like, oh, can they do that? Before, we've only seen right. them possess bodies, but now they just manifested her out of nothing, pretty much. Yeah. Out of her old pictures and stuff. Pictures and clothes, which yeah. reminds me, what the hell is Chet doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> What was he doing? I don't know. I thought maybe at first he was jerking off or something. Because yeah. you hear this. To the, yeah, right. And then you, and he's just like looking at a picture with her clothes laid out. Was yeah. he? And he had this weird sweater on. At first I was wondering if he was wearing her clothes, but I think it's just his weird fashion. Yeah. And then he played it <laughs> off like, yeah, he's just Nothing. goofy. Yeah, he's just goofing around or something. But, <laughs> but then now I'm starting to wonder. It's like, well, maybe he was in cahoots with the evil. Maybe he was setting it out for the evil. I think he maybe was he's gonna being come a back. perv. <laughs> yeah, it could be something simple so. like that too. He's a dark character, and I uh, I've been a little disappointed in him. But this episode made me want to learn more about him, and then he died. Right? <laughs> I was yeah. like, damn it! It's always the case. It was really interesting. But one thing I didn't quite understand is if Chet, you know, he seemed to want to hide it from Ash that he obviously yeah. had something with Ash's sister, and he said. Oh, I would never betray you like that. And I'm like, oh, why would it be such a betrayal if Chet messed around with Ash's sister? What's the big deal? Like, yeah. would Ash not want that for some reason? Yeah. That part didn't quite make sense to me. Have we found out, too, This that reminds me of what Ash's father said just before he got killed. Remember no. what he said? Yeah, he said something about there's something, you know. It's going to change your life yeah, forever. Right. Boom. It wasn't. I, think it, I was thinking maybe that would be Cheryl, but then Cheryl came unexpectedly, huh? Yeah, I think maybe when we first saw Cheryl and she looked human that we were supposed to think, oh, is this what his dad meant? Yeah. But I don't think it was. Yeah. No. And I still, I feel like there's a 50% chance we'll find it out. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, my number two, which I think is where we are, is hero ash so i thought it was really great to see ash prove himself as a hero in front of all the townspeople you know he totally kicked ass he totally handled himself ash versus one single deadite is no problem at all even though it was a sister he didn't even flinch because he doesn't 
you can't really reel him in with that trick, no. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's your sister. Although he did sort of use his anger about his sister having locked him in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> when he was a kid. Inspiration to He's, cut her head off. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I was thinking that scene might come more towards the end of this season because, you know, this whole season is, has been about him going back home and having to deal with everyone thinking that he's a crazy ax murderer. Right. And now he gets to prove himself um, to the townspeople. So I wonder, Oh, cause I like, I like that it happened now cause it's unpredictable. We still have four more episodes right. more than halfway through. So it makes me wonder. I mean, I think the most predictable thing would be to have the last episode be some kind of a big showdown with ball which isn't totally exciting to me, but it's kind of exciting, and I'm sure they'll do it in a, in a fun way or something. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And uh, one of the aspects of this particular episode I like, too, is how they showed Ball getting into the sheriff's head. Kind of showed yeah. that process of how he gets into your head and kind of makes you do things you really wouldn't do. Yeah. So, I, you know, that's probably what's going to happen with Ash. Yeah. Ball's going to find a way into his head, Fuck and it's just going to be a battle, maybe in another dimension somewhere. Which right, is what we've all been hoping for, right? or uh, pitting Pablo and Kelly and Ash against each other. Oh or yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. I like Having that. Choose sides when he. Uh, I forget what Ball said to the sheriff. I think his name's Thomas. But then Thomas shot the woman in the head, right. and I thought when it turned out to be just him dreaming it or imagining it, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been really dark if he actually did it. Yeah, but um. I guess it wouldn't have really allowed for the plot. <laughs> right. Because what he really wanted to do was to convince or to have the sheriff get everyone to take that whole angry mob over to Ash's house. I wonder who took out the, that lady because he said to the sheriff, you're going to do it or I'm going to do it. Someone's going to take out this loud mouth. Right. And then later on, you'll see you see that balls in her skin. Right. So somebody took her out. I wonder if it was oh. the sheriff. Oh, right. Yeah, it was the the same one, huh? The ball, not the ball or ball. (laughs) Uh, Just one more thing about that whole scene at the end. I thought it was a little too easy with Deadite Cheryl. Like the the Deadites are usually a little more clever than that. But she, she, you know, manifested again as regular human Cheryl, which would have convinced everyone that Ash was a murderer. But then she turned into a Deadite, which if she really wanted to fuck with him, she should have just stayed <laughs> human. She's got, yeah, she's got the Williams jeans. It wasn't too bright, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I love that scene at the end when Ash came out. I was like, yes, I felt so vindicated. I was like, yes, Ash is finally... <laughs> Sorry, I hit the microphone. I'm so excited here. <laughs> he's finally yeah. vindicated, you know. I felt good for him. It's like he's finally in his element out yeah. there. He's like, all right, everybody. He finally looked kind of wise for once too. oh yeah he was the hero just give it a few minutes <laughs> until he got punched in the face and knocked out yeah right Is that what happened right ball yeah um another great cliffhanger <laughs> yeah absolutely okay what's your number one numero uno you know it was i was thinking about what you said about the ash scene at the end and then i was thinking about take charge kelly I really like how she kind of kicked ass in this episode and took charge, but I think I'm going to go with Chet's death. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of like the idea that he's going to be 
killed off in this episode supposedly i don't know though i suspected that he might come back yeah some form or I another so. which is the reason it's my number because dad so. never came back so you would think one of them would come back yeah well he would make know. a great yeah. looking deadite too uh-huh he's Ted got a Rainey. funny face yeah <laughs> i know he looks like no a, offense but a cartoon uh, character yeah you said you said it he's dark and now he's gone he he died a good death yeah i think you know fist through the chest Still beating heart. He didn't mm-hmm. really know that much about him, so they're mm-hmm. keeping things from you. What the hell is he doing with Cheryl's stuff on the bed? <laughs> I thought it was going to be one of those scenes in a horror movie where you hear somebody, like in Evil Dead 2013, yeah. you hear the <laughs> and it turns out he's she's like filing her fingers off, or I oh, forget what she yeah. was doing. Anyway, it turns out, I think he was jacking off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then Cheryl almost bit off his penis, which... I'm glad she did. Yeah, I'm glad uh, Ash interrupted that. <laughs> that. For one thing, it would have been repetitive. We've already seen that right. in the series. <laughs> Which, it's cringeworthy anyways, no matter how many times you see it. This death made me think. So last season, I was saying, because I'm conditioned with Walking Dead, and, and what I like about that show is they're not afraid to kill off the main characters, and it makes it feel like there's real stakes, like you're always afraid for them. And I, So I was mapping that onto Ash and thinking, oh, then that means they need to kill off uh, Pablo or Kelly but then when this season started and I was just enjoying how much fun it is and how it's really funny and it's almost like a comedy I was like nah it's okay with me if Pablo and Kelly and, and Ash of course never die I'll be totally fine I don't care about the stakes as much but then what they've done I think to try and give it some stakes is they introduce these big characters like his father or his best friend yeah. from childhood and they kill them off instead yeah, so yeah, that yeah. kind of goes a little ways towards it that's Although a I, thing now huh to introduce a character and kill him off Yep, (laughs) especially in this show. I mean, that's been a thing with Evil Dead since 1981. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. What did you think about Kelly? Those those scenes are not my favorite. I just feel like uh, she's kind of doing the same thing over and over again, being a badass, which is cool, but I wish they could somehow put some kind of a twist on it or something. I liked when she called him that's my powerful vagina or whatever she said. <laughs> I liked it. I thought she took a little more control this time around than normally. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was a combination of her, you know, getting tired of everyone just dicking around and trying to get things started with Pablo. But, but also maybe she was kind of taking over the funny role because she had a lot of good lines. Yeah. And you need that because uh, Pablo is just suffering. <laughs> yeah. We're minus one. He's on the, floor rolling around and ruby's never the comic and ash was predisposed what'd she say what were some of her quotes yeah one of them i this is one of actually she had one of my favorite lines in the whole episode she said she was trying to give pablo that pep talk to get him to manifest the right spell you might be converging with a book or whatever but you're still a fucking ghost beater (laughs) (laughs) that's right ghost beaters yeah which brought that line back from the first season Uh, I like it when she was in front of the window with um, with uh, Linda, and she was saying all those all those uh, uh, lines to the to the crowd outside. Uh, oh, you fuckwads better know how to walk through lead. Pick off now, or I'll fuck your face with bullets. <laughs> you can tell that Dana DiLorenzo has a lot of fun with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I liked it how she kind of got the ball rolling. Well, since we're on lines. Ruby says once the book manifests completely, there will be no Pablo. Ash says, that's a nano. 
Do I need to spell it out for you? It's a nano on no Pablo. <laughs> for some reason, I, I always laugh when he says that word. Nano. Uh, let's see. He goes, we can add your thing to my great pet tracker plan. We get Pablo right up close. Yeah. He does his voodoo. And, and well, the rest will just fall into place. Don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, his pet tracker. That was great. Yeah. Because he got it because Eli... Uh, would get into his weed and then wander around the trailer. You know what's funny so though is that tracker. as ridiculous as his ideas are and as comically you know as comical as they are, I half expect him to do it and it for it to work. Yeah, I mean it's not, not that bad that of a plan. <laughs> it's it's a guy who changes skin. So yeah. I mean, w- was he trying to do like get him to eat it though? I don't yeah. know if that's gonna work. Anyway, I was like when when he showed when he had the face off with Ball at the very end, I was like expecting him to bust out his pet tracker and shove it down his face or something. <laughs> but it didn't quite work out that way. When Cheryl said to Ash, "You look different. What happened to you?" Pancakes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or when he's trying to calm everybody down. You're safe here. I promise. Right when the mob shows up. <laughs> yeah. Hate to rain on anybody's parade, but Cheryl, you're not supposed to be here. You you died after you got branch banged by a demon tree about 30 years ago. <laughs> branch banged. Which is another little continuity thing, you know, yeah. a little piece of canon. But yeah. I don't know if he ever knew about that. Oh, that's right? true, huh? Because he was inside. Yeah. So that's a little a suspension of disbelief thing mm. we have to overlook. And then uh, let's get one thing straight. Yo-yos, I kill demons, not people. Unless those people are demons who look like people. Then I kill people. But they're not really people. They're demons. <laughs> <laughs> kind of takes away from the power of the speech when you have to do that much explaining. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly had a good one. We are eating a giant shit sandwich right now. I like that. <laughs> All right. I'm done with my points, but I have some notes. What, what about you? Got? You, you're done with your points? Okay. Yeah, I got it. Cheryl, let's see. So, as you mentioned, Ellen Sandweiss reprised her role as Cheryl from the original Evil Dead movie. She was also Bruce Campbell's ex-wife Cheryl in My Name is Bruce. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's what I read. Huh. Uh, let's see. Ruby drew that salt circle to protect them from Pablo. Yeah. And then later when... Uh, who busted in? I think it was... Must have been Ash, right? They they were sitting in the middle of it. I'm like, oh, that kind of takes away from the point of it. <laughs> oh, well, she said it was to protect them, was, protect them from him, from him, yeah. And then they were all three in there later on. Oh, I, okay, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. The last thing is just that you know we're starting to think of Ruby as a teammate, but I think she's supposed to be a dark one who created this book that's open these portals so she's really the cause of all this shit right <laughs> and i think that's there's going to have to be some kind of a reckoning at some point yeah she's 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 got her her stories to come yeah right yeah 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 i don't know if it's going to be this season right but uh it's coming yeah. and i want to know did so ball now has captured ash right we can assume i guess so right he knocked him out yeah so what's gonna happen now see you know i'm curious as to what's gonna happen here because i think that ash's power you know the reason he's the chosen one and the one that can fight back is because he he's his mind because he's so dumb that yeah. he, they can't there's can't no get into his head into yeah <laughs> so this is gonna be great you're gonna right. have ball trying to get into his frustrated. brain and then he's gonna be like oh shit maybe it's gonna reverse on him you know <laughs> if what the hell's wrong happen, with this guy i'm gonna be disappointed now because i think it's a great <laughs> idea <laughs> yeah totally 
All right. Anything I have a else? note here. Yeah, I got a note about Ash's house. Like in the very first scene, the opening mm-hmm. scene when they're walking towards the house. His house is creepy as shit. Yeah. Maybe that's why all that's this great. creepiness doesn't bother Ash too much. He kind of grew up with it, you know? <laughs> also, they just want to have good creepy environments for the show. But yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> creepy places just don't bug him. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. All right. When the blood came out of the wall, mm-hmm. I was expecting to have that big deluge of blood coming out like they did in the movie, but it was just dripping down. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, they need to change it up. Yeah. Yeah. I like that stuff. Chowder heads. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's take a little break. There's more to come. Stay with us. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. But what puzzling you? All right, news from IGN.com. Ash versus Evil Dead, a closer look at the show's kick-ash women. So, Stars put out a little exclusive Women Who Kick Ash clip. It's pretty cool. It's about three minutes long, featuring some season two moments that have aired so far, along with a few glimpses ahead. So, if you want to see what's gonna in, what's in store for us in the next couple of episodes, check out this little clip. Stars Lucy Lawless. Dana DeLorenzo, she's Kelly, and Michelle Hurd, who's the new Linda. They discuss what it's like to portray their strong female characters. Plus, Bruce Campbell weighs in, and Ray Santiago chime in as well. It's pretty cool. Cool. From EmpireOnline.com, there are changes coming to the third season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I thought this was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of this is going to affect the show's abundance of blood, action, or laughs, but will, hopefully add a bit of longevity, and avoid a sense of repetition from year to year. Those changes are coming courtesy of Mark Verheden, who takes over as showrunner in year three. Whoa. Yeah. And who, of course, comes from a producing background that includes Smallville, Battlestar Galactica, Heroes, Falling Skies, Constantine, and Daredevil. Crazy. Yeah. So Evil Dead 2, he is quoted as saying, is one of his favorite movies. What's Mm -hmm. he going to do? He, uh, he says, well, we don't want to repeat ourselves. It's all the same characters, but we're exploring different ways they can interact, maybe introducing a new character or two into the mix and challenging them in sort of different ways. He goes on to say, we want to be sure that the new season seems fresh, that we're opening up the mythology a little bit and opening the characters up a little bit more. Wow. So sounds like he knows what's going on. I wonder, because the ratings are, are so low and... Bruce Campbell, I think he always says, well, that's how the movies did too. They didn't do that well in the theater, but they became cult hits. And so that's his justification for, hey, give us more seasons. And they've already committed to a season three. So maybe they're like, okay, we're going to do a season three, but we're going to change it up and see if this will, you know, help with the ratings. Yeah. Could be. So it's a little scary because I think the show's great as it is, right? (laughs) Well, Bruce also said that you have to give it the ratings time. Because people don't watch them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, as it's that, broadcasted yeah, anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome that I think they're listening. And they're, so they're going to give it another, you know. Yeah. They've already committed to one more season. Yeah. Hopefully that the ratings will continue to roll in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this guy, Mark, he, he has a long history with Rob Tappert. Oh, cool. Who's, you know, the producer. And, yep. And he's worked with. And uh, uh, that's Lucy Law's husband, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, they're all. It's it's not about what you know, man. It's about who you know. <laughs> Come on. I mean, yeah, all these guys. <laughs> you see a lot of names when you look at Xena and the Evil Dead movies and mm-hmm. other things that they've worked on. You see a lot of the same names, yeah. which is yeah, it makes sense. You, you you get your buds, and they're talented. And yeah, you want to want to work with them. Bruce and Ted were both in Xena. Yeah, they were, they were part of. There were a couple of characters. Yeah, I remember that. Was he like a thief or something? Yeah, yeah. All right, from Gizmodo.com. So, uh, was it two weeks ago now? The comedy horror Stand Against Evil premiered, and insofar they've had two episodes show on. Oh, IF, I didn't even know that. The IFC channel. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it myself. But uh, how does this new series compare to Ash versus Evil Dead? Uh, one commenter wrote in and said, "Really, I thought this was this was uh, encouraging for at least for Ash versus Evil Dead fans. Really, it's almost unfair to compare Stan and Ash, since Stan is starting from scratch and Ash is piggybacking off decades of cult movie love. But the truth is, even without the Evil Dead mythology forming its backdrop, Ash still has the edge. It's over the top in every way: its humor, its pacing, its acting style, its boundary pushing, and its signature buckets of gore." Stan is fun and amusing, but it feels like a whisper next to Ash's heavy metal <laughs> monster mash. <laughs> good. It's good to have competition, though. I think the writers for Ash will probably, you know, be encouraged to keep doing their mm-hmm. thing so that this other show doesn't one-up it. Hone them I'm, hone I'm on curious. their territory. What channel is that on again? The Independent Film IFC. Channel, IFC. Okay. Yeah, they've had two episodes so far, and the next one's coming out. I think it's on Wednesdays. From thedailydead.com, a great website. I recommend it to any deadites out there. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. Dailydead.com actually publishes our podcast. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, it's a great site. And, yeah, they got everything. Um, merchandise, too. They got an interview, a new interview up with Pepe Sonuga. Discusses her role as Lacey Emery on Ashes vs. Evil Dead. She's the sheriff's daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they asked her what's her take on Ash, and Pepe responds, This is what I've been noticing with my character. I made a choice to say that she knows of all the legends of Ash, Ash, but because she's Linda's daughter, she has both parts of it. Because her father obviously isn't a fan of Ash, she's probably heard the terrible parts about it, but with Linda being her mother, mm. she's not afraid of Ash. She thinks it's stupid. She thinks it's so lame that everyone is afraid of this guy, and she doesn't really know what it is. I don't think she's afraid of him at all. Yeah, she's like not afraid of him, but not that impressed with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a typical teenager, right? <laughs> And then the interview goes on, and they asked her about her character's future. She said, I will say that she's stronger than we think. She's stronger. We're going to see her fight for herself and others in the future. I think she's just trying to throw people off the fact that she dies next episode. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) No. We'll see. Cool. That's cool. That does it for the news. All right. Thank you. Time for listener feedback. First email is from Scott Pike, who says... I'm so glad they paid off the stuff with Cheryl. I so thought it was going to turn out she was actually alive somehow because many people on many podcasts and even showrunners when discussing the canonness of Army of Darkness pointed out that maybe the reason the movies are different is that Ash is so messed up in the head that the different movies are how he remembers it may not be 100% accurate. I'm both delighted and disappointed that Cheryl's original death is still canon. It secures the original narrative. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what we said. I agree would have been kind of hokey for her to come back to life. 
That would have sucked. I'm glad they didn't do that. Uh, He says, obviously, Demon Cheryl isn't the big secret Brock was talking about. I wonder if they'll ever pay that off or if it was just so he could have that dramatic, cliche death scene. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they pay it off. Poor Sheriff. He's being a bad guy, but I'm not sure how much free will he has in his actions with Ball there. Yeah, he's... I, th- I I totally sympathize with this sheriff. Yeah. From his point of view, he's just trying to keep the peace. And a- like, it's still not clear why Ash didn't go to jail for a long time. Yeah. If everyone thought he was an axe murderer. And then he says, I like next week's preview as someone who bought a lot to continue the adventure in the many, many intervening years between army of darkness and the show. I bought many comic book continuations and three video games for PlayStation. This one was called evil dead regeneration where Ash is thought to be crazy and was stuck in an asylum and army of darkness never happened in that game. The preview for next week reminds me of that. Only thing missing is a midget whose body is half deadite as a sidekick. (laughs) I remember that guy (laughs) Remove three feet from Pablo and it would be a close match to that game. Talk to you next week. So you, you played that, huh? Yeah, I played it a little bit. I don't think I ever finished it. It was actually kind of hard. (laughs) That was before the days of YouTube where you could go in and watch somebody play the whole damn thing. Richard and I just got done. I showed him my PlayStation VR whole Batman experience. Oh man. Wouldn't Ash be cool oh, man. to be in the cabin? Evil dead with virtual reality. <laughs> Deadites all around you and, and like lamps laughing at you and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Does the novelty wear off? Because I mean I found it really impressive. Yeah. Well, since I got it, I've been so busy that I haven't really had a chance to play that much. But yeah. um I play. I've been playing a little bit more lately, and it hasn't really worn off. Wow! It's like you're in another world. Super immersive. Yeah. Well, there you go, producers of Evil Dead. Give Let's us get that. a virtual reality video game out there, man. Yeah. That would be cool. If oh I, yeah, you could totally explore the cabin in the woods. Yeah. And I, go out in the woods. Yeah, and have the tree rape you. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be, that'd so be awesome. awesome. Yeah, they could give a special attachment <laughs> for it. Um, I, I, I want, if I could have any VR experience, it would be. Uh, well, here would be one of my top 10, say top five, would be Night of the Living Dead, just being besieged by zombies right. in a house. Fight your way through yeah. it. Yeah, be awesome. Replace them with deadites. <laughs> yeah, good point, Scott. I like what he said, too, about the Evil Dead regeneration. Maybe they're taking stuff off of uh, the comics and the video games, too. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff to draw from, don't they? Yeah, and, you know, it's a series, so they need a lot of good ideas. Yeah. All right, our next response was from Megan. She says, loved the episode. Sad to say goodbye to Chet, but he went well. Cheryl was spot on and so much fun. Tim's favorite comment by far was Kelly's vagina comment when giving Pablo his pep talk. (laughs) That's from Megan. Yeah. I I don't think she knew I was going to read it, but here you go. Oh, there you go. We did it. (laughs) Hi, Megan. (laughs) That's funny. All right. That's good. Thanks, you guys. Now it's time for next week on Ash versus Evil Dead. Next week. It is called Delusion. Ash wakes up in an asylum, and a seemingly helpful doctor tries desperately to get him to admit his horrific acts so his healing can begin. Ash's world seems to crumble around him. That sounds awesome. I haven't heard anything about that. It sounds great. A helpful doctor. I want insane Ash. That sounds so cool. (laughs) That's got to be Ball, right? The seemingly helpful doctor. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, it's just what we were talking about. They're going to do play mind games. I want, yeah, I want to see 
like in Evil Dead too, when he was just going nuts in the house and everyone's yeah. laughing at him, you know, yeah. and he was like started laughing himself. <laughs> no. Maybe that's his like superpower. That. So he goes nuts and he can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Did you watch? I didn't watch the clip for next week. Did you? No, it doesn't oh, show it. Doesn't show it. Oh yeah, right. On our thing, we can't see it on our thing. Well, I'm looking forward it to it. <laughs> Right, that's it that's our show episode 21 thank you for listening everybody if you want to call us you can reach us at 650-485-DEAD that's 650-485-3323 or you can send us a voicemail using your voicemail your voice memo app on your phone you can also email us at groovy at podcastica.com you can find us on the web at facebook.com slash evil deadcast or at evil deadcast on twitter and please check out the other shows on the Podcastica network at podcastica.com. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs>